I will watch you boondoggle around those bases for days. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hello, hello. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I am Tom. I am Travis. And I'm Mike. And Cody. That's Cody joining us all the way from Hawaii. Yeah, Discord, baby. How does it feel to do a podcast naked for the first time? It's uh, liberating. I'll just uh, say it there. I got a I got an AC vent on my nuts right now. Oh, I don't know how long I can take so this. So, I like some of that. Well, Melakamiki Mackies. Isn't that what they say? It is or nowhere that? near Christmas. Yeah, well, you know what? That's the thing they say. <laughs> no Hawaii, Grad, Hawaii, Christmas great. <laughs> Wait, do they have Christmas in Hawaii? I yes. So. Oh. You say Melakaliki Maka when it's Christmas time. That's how you say Happy Christmas in Hawaiian. Oh. Are you sure it wasn't a holiday that the Hawaiians already had and the white people stole? Yes, I'm very positive it was not that. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Well, how's everyone's week this week? Uh, it's good. I, pretty normal week. You know, just working, getting this computer going. The new pr- roast mortem rig. Oh, yeah, you've got a... Oh, pr- shit, how's that? It's good. We're recording on it right now. Mm. And it's, uh, uh, if we sound like a bunch of turkeys, it's because of the new rig. Right, you've got that personal computer going on. Yes, the personal computer <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> Windows PC. Yeah, dog. Moved away from Mac. Mm, I'm doing it, dude. I'm doing it. Take yeah. that, fucking Tim Cook. You're, you're ball goggling <laughs> motherfucker. And take that, Tim Burton, because... Just take that, Tim Burton. Yeah. How many people yeah. do you think out th- were out there that bought Macs based on their Tim Burton love? Like, uh, they were like, oh, I can make... Com- I, I have iMovie. I, could, yeah. I have GarageBand that has... The xylophones I could use. It's, Wait, what does Tim Burton have to do with Apple? Uh, just like creative folks, you know, oh, like people who want to be creative but just like kind of are the same person all the time and well, not that creative. Well, if you're True. really yeah. if you're really into computers, you take apart a Macintosh computer and you'll find Jack Skrellerton, and he's <laughs> on the inside of your computer, and no that's way. how he runs. Like he manually stores your data. So <laughs> that's how Apple computers work. Wow. Well, disc- disclaimer: oh. my track is being recorded on a Mac. Oh, well, Jack, thanks, Jack Skrellerton, for making <laughs> our computers work today. <laughs> Thank you, Jack Skrellerton. Yeah, thanks, Jack. He's a good guy. <laughs> Praise be. Yeah. All right. So, Tom, who is on the Chopmans today? Tonight, we have a very special baseball player. Oh, Brace Gull. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The one, the only, Ty Cobb, the rotten peach. <laughs> Ty. Okay. Yes. And... His nickname while playing was the Georgia Peach, but he was anything but a peach. Yeah, guy's a douche. I, I would have gone with like some kind of corn nickname, but no, Ty Cobb is a peach apparently. Yeah, he's just that Georgia boy. Mm-hmm. Is this where the peach emoji comes from? Yes, uh, yes it's basically uh, Ty Cobb. Okay, and you yeah. could use that many ways after this story uh, uh, unfolds itself. I love it, dude. Yeah, that's Ty Cobb's butt. The peach emoji is actually <laughs> Todd Cobb's butt. <laughs> Yeah, so Ty Cobb is one of baseball's greatest yet ruthless players of all time. 
During his time in the MLB, he held 90 world records, some of which Whoa. he still holds today. Oh, shit. So yeah. for people that are dumb with sports, what's the MLB? <laughs> <laughs> is that it's, Major League Basketball? It yes. is Major League Baseball. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. He has 12 championship titles under his belt and a 366 career average. Batting average, excuse me. 366 batting average. That's pretty nuts. It's 200 is damn good. Yeah, 200 is decent. Yeah. Okay, so that's like you got an Xbox 360, but then you got like three <laughs> extra... Or six extra like things. It's just like yeah. That. Like I have, I have an Xbox things. 360. I also have a pink eraser. I have uh, <laughs> a bottle cap. Those are extra and, things. Yeah, extra things. Yeah. Glad you brought that up. Yeah. He was also the first person to clock over 400 hits and still holds the home steal record with 54. He stole home 54 times. I don't oh, think so I've he was seen like Fanny Mac. Yeah, I don't think I've seen more than three of those in my lifetime. Yeah, as a man, they're extremely difficult. Yes. Yeah, as a man that 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 caught, mm-hmm. caught it at the home plate. <laughs> you played baseball as a kid. I, well, I yeah, I was a catcher and a pitcher, so I knew I was like basically my position in baseball is called bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, called the battery. No, it's called bye, dude. It's not the battery. battery. What the fuck? Yeah. Nah. Uh, so, but yeah, stealing home is really hard because I would probably punch you in the teeth. If you came into the plate, even if I didn't have the ball. Yeah, but then the- yeah, I was gonna say you need to have the <laughs> have the ball for that, Travis. Yeah, even the refs back then they would be cool with this. The refs, the refs, the umpires. Oh <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> oh yeah, okay. the umpires. Start. Yeah. All right. So this is we're great at this. You're gonna see us being very vulnerable in this episode. <laughs> so he was the original sports celebrity and liked to fuck with people. And didn't really care about anyone. He just wanted to be number one. Yeah. He was the best around. Yeah. No one's ever going to bring him down. That's right. No. So let me tell you more about Ty Let me tell you. Tyrus Raymond Cobb (laughs) was born (laughs) December 18th, 1886 in Narrows, Georgia. It's a lot of eights. Oh, yeah. So many. It's a lot of Georgia, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which part of Georgia is that? Is that like um, the, the part that's very narrow? Like, <laughs> hangs off the side? The um, most narrow point of Georgia. It, mm, okay. It's a very rural area. It's in northern Georgia. It's in the country. Okay. But shortly after being born, he moved to Royston. Now, this is where people know him from. He is a Royston boy. Mm, got it. And also keep in mind that being born in 1886, you're basically born into the butthurt confederacy. Uh yeah. Like the okay, gotcha. rise again. That's right. Yep. So his parents were Amanda <laughs> Chitwood Cobb <laughs> and William Herschel Cobb, and he was a Georgia state senator. From a very young age, Ty had no problems with physical altercation. He would scuffle with anyone who rubbed in the wrong way. <laughs> this paired very nicely with his love of baseball. I mean, baseball is a pretty passive sport, right? I'm going to get into this. Okay. All right. See, what we watch on TV right now is men in white pants just stretching. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's about it. (laughs) Back then, it was more of a contact sport. Love it. And I'll explain how that changes, too. Ty Cobb was a big part of Oh, so somebody ruined baseball. Yes. Yeah, basically. And I'll give you a hint. It's the greatest player of all time. (laughs) Wayne Gretzky? (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's probably Michael Jordan, because I saw Space Jam. Remember in the beginning, was he really good at baseball? <laughs> he was oh, yeah. really good at baseball. He was the best. <laughs> no, he was the best at baseball. That's why That's why the Looney Tunes accepted him, because he was good at baseball. No, he was just goofy on the field. 
So Ty's family I hated... Life. What was this, Cody? I hated how Space Jam ended with him returning to baseball. Like, that's what he was meant to do the entire fucking movie. <laughs> no, he returns to basketball. Yeah. No, no, no. The end. Like, he, like, lands... He's, like, in a spaceship that lands in a fucking field, and Wayne Knight comes out and introduces Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, that's true. But like, then he, but then after that, he goes back to basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, where, yeah, like, yeah, the, right. that's where the movie should have ended, at his basketball reunion, not his baseball fucking return. Well, I think they, no, they brought it back to the basketball return. Because he comes back in, on the spaceship to the baseball field, and then dude introduces him, and then, like, fade to black and then it's like a few months later and then he's back in basketball you guys want to watch space jam later <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch it later. i think we actually have to now yeah. i mean i don't want to watch to get this straight <laughs> you, you guys are both wrong because like time you got it close it fades to black then it fades up and he's in the barber shop he's like <laughs> like hey you know what would look really good on my face remember that guy hitler <laughs> Why would shaved head Michael Jordan be in a barber shop? (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, black folk in barber shops. It's uh, part of the culture, man. Everyone's got to get a shave. Everyone's got to get a pencil mustache. That was a good movie, Barbershop. So Ty's family life was fairly normal. His parents were very supportive of he and his two siblings. His adolescence violence was considered normal at the time since kids weren't raised to be made of feelings and rice paper. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Boys will be boys kind of mentality. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't 2018 yet in yeah. the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. like they would just sock each other all the time, those boys. Yeah, give each other a bloody nose because uh, why not? That's it's fine. how we communicate. It's 1800s, you gotta yeah. do that. <laughs> One thing that did not bode well with William Cobb, Ty's father, was Ty's desire to become a professional baseball player. He wanted him to be like a doctor. Ah, he's like, you should be a doctor. Like, I'm a senator. You should be a doctor. Who does that? I feel like a lot of our stories begin this way, where it's like, they get all fucked up because their parents are like, you should be a lawyer or a doctor. And like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to do a lot of drugs and punch people in the dick. That was Darwin, except for the dick punching and drugs. Yeah. So it wasn't like Darwin. But Darwin's dad also gave him money. Yeah. But he wanted him to be a doctor with that money. That's true. But in his teens, Ty continued to play baseball in minor leagues anyway. Because his mm. dad saw it. was like, oh, it's your pastime. Well, why not? Eventually, William granted permission to give the baseball thing a college try. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't mean he went to college. You know, it's just the saying. Mm. Just to be clear. Yeah. Ty left home to try out for the Aniston Steelers of the semi-pro Tennessee-Alabama League. His father's words to him while leaving the house were, don't come home a failure. (laughs) Yeah, that's usual. Standard protocol. Yeah. Which, every documentary I got my eyes on for this dude, Ty Cobb, they really laid that in thick. Ty Cobb has daddy issues. He's got daddy issues. Mm. Wow. And we're going to talk a little bit more about daddy issues in a bit, because they're fun with this one. Mm. Ooh. Early career in baseball. At 17, after joining the Steelers at a monthly salary of $50, Cobb promoted himself by sending several postcards written about his own talents under a different alias to a gentleman named Grantland Rice, the sports editor of the Atlanta Journal, Sneaky Boy. Oh, so he's like, I the best man, I can hit the ball and throw it all far. Yeah, basically. This, this is an 1800s sock account. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. He's just sending postcards like, 
uh, excuse me, Mr. Griceland. Uh, you gotta check this boy out. He's pretty good. <laughs> uh, he's got nice eyes and uh, he runs fast. His name is Ty. Tyrus Cobb. Tyrus. Tyrus. Oh, Tyrus. Hi, Tyrus. <laughs> Even though Rice did find out that it was Cobb writing those postcards himself, he was still intrigued. Wait, are you talking about a Cobb salad with rice in it? <laughs> I'm really confused. You're making me hungry right now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, rice was into the cob. <laughs> Baseball yeah. players always have like weird fucking names. Some of them have to do with food. Like, yeah. my favorite name right now is Coco Crisp. Is that a real man? Oh yeah, yeah he was. Yes, a classic that is a boy. real. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you got lots of Hanks. You know, Hank Aaron. That's a food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Hank Hank Aaron. It's I've delicious all the time. Yeah. What about Daryl Strawberry? I hear if you eat that, you get all cracked out. Yeah, you definitely get the cocaine jitters. So Rice goes down and checks out Cobb, even though he finds out he's uh, a fake on the other end of the postcard because he had heard it through some other sources that he was a good player. And he was pretty impressed and ended up putting a piece in the Atlanta Journal giving Ty Cobb the affirmation he needed to be like, all right, maybe I got a career out of this. Hmm. So kind of... Maybe. Yeah. Kind of pushed him in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he was kind of like teetering at this point. Like he was doing really well, but he was also worried about what his dad would think. It's kind of like yeah. a Kenny Powers kind of dude. He's buying jet skis and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I mean, what were jet skis like back then? Were they made of wood? They were, yeah, they're just, they were no, it was, rowboats it was with indentured servant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it was just a horse that you just threw in a lake. Mm. So remember <laughs> I said PETA involved, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> So remember I said we had some daddy issues coming up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is good. This is my favorite part so far. Papa John. Now, Ty Cobb started getting ahead with his career, but he was throwing a fastball he didn't see coming. Ah, oh, Tom, let's oh. see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know if that's literal. Tom, no. you're such a screwball. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not literal. I'll tell you exactly why. On August 9th, 1905, Ty was playing outfield when the coaches called him in to say he had a telegram. What could it be? Oh. William Herschel Cobb was arriving home. This is his father. He was arriving home from a business trip a day earlier than he said to his wife he would be. You see, he suspected his wife of cheating on him and wanted to catch her in the act. But the only thing he caught was two rounds of buckshot to the stomach and head. Oh. His mother had shot him dead thinking he was an intruder. Fuck. Well, that's what he gets. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you break into your own house? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't just like he went on the front porch and started opening the door. He actually climbed up to the second story and was going to creep in the window. Yeah, he thought his wife was cheating on him, right? Yeah, so he went to, you know, just do that. Surprise! (laughs) Gotcha. This fucking shot. (laughs) Your titty is out. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking campers, man. I waited for you to finish. (laughs) (laughs) I've been here the whole time. (laughs) I've been here. I want to see how it it went. I want to see how I can improve my game. Let let me finish on your boyfriend. (laughs) Mom's a great shot with a shotgun. Yeah, she blasts goddamn head off with two shots this is a shotgun yeah two shots boom one first one to the stomach the second one basically blew his fucking head off yeah it's a little overkill so you could see so as you guys could assume this is a pretty traumatic experience for young Cobb. he's only Fuck yeah he's only 18 his dad just got shot in the face by mama yeah not so good his mother's trial took place during ty's debut on the detroit tigers and she was eventually 
acquitted of the whole thing, but still wore him down pretty bad. I mean, why was his yeah. father sleeping or sneaking in the house? Yeah, well, he kind of deserved it, and well, yeah. he didn't deserve that. He deserved to get caught. Was she cheating actually, though? No one knows. Uh, because for yeah, all- I never could find that. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike was doing this research with me, and um, no one really yeah, knows exactly really clear, what yeah. happened. We know that he got shot in the face. There could have been another dude there, but for all we know, the dude was like, uh, "I got to get out of here because yeah, he you split. just shot your huz in the face." I'm just gonna say, if you're gonna like, uh, what is it? Clarissa explains it all in through someone's window, unannounced. You're gonna get shot. I'm surprised that kid didn't get shot. What was it, Sam? Yeah, Sam climbing up in your window. Yeah. What are you, a little blonde girl just waiting for it? Yeah. Imagine if that was today. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys really think about it, Clarissa was like, what, 13, 14 when they shot that? Yeah. She dressed like a whore. She did. What are you guys even talking about? (laughs) 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 I have no idea. Nah, you wouldn't. (laughs) All right, so there was a show. For for those of you who are Mike's age and younger or older and didn't watch Nickelodeon during its heyday. Good job. Um... Clarissa Explains It All was a television show about a, a girl who had to explain things. And one thing she could never truly explain was a young man, her best friend, putting a ladder up to her window when she was talking to the camera. And young Sam would climb in and join her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the camera didn't exist anymore. It was a very strange It was setup. strange. Yeah. 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 I was laying down the it was live action. Yeah. It, it was not. Yeah. Ugh, live action. Live action Nick. Yeah. Live action yeah. Nick. <laughs> so Ty's start in the majors was the Detroit Tigers, as I just said, and that's the team he hey. stuck with for the most of it. The older players Those are still around today, right? Yeah, they're, they're still around. Playing. I don't know if they've won anything recently. I don't know Probably anything not. about baseball. Yeah, it's Detroit. Nothing Detroit never wins. Dude, I'm about to invest in Detroit. Yeah. I'm gonna get a piece of property out there, man. It's getting gentrified. They're coming back. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you got cheap real estate and good internet. Tech, dog. Oh, it's all and next tech. to Canada. Yeah, yeah, they are next across to Canada. Across from Toronto. Yes. Yeah, dog. Dude, they got that sweet maple syrup underground railroad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. The older players of any baseball team at this time did everything they could to make rookies' lives a living hell. An intense yeah, hazing process, if you would. Mm. Standard. Something like pine cones and icy hot up the butt, like what, that's geez. not sta- less standard than yeah, that. That's pretty standard. Uh, also, Swirlies. like no. swirlies, yeah, the wedgies. Lock, you had to put the lock around their nuts. Well, uh, back then they would have to bring their own baseball bats. Oh, so they would saw his bats in half. <laughs> that's not yeah, creative. See, Fuck we'll, that. We'll saw his bats in half. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how he likes this. Yeah, this yeah, like yeah, we'll lube up one half. Yeah, <laughs> they, they would like rip up his uniform and like. Tie up his civilian clothes and throw them in moppy water and like shit. grapes and shit. Yeah, they just ruin everything. One Jeez. of the catchers on the team would have to beat the shit out of Cobb because that was his job. The olders were like, oh, "You got a catcher, you gotta beat a man up." Gotta accept the tie. Yeah, the catcher once even broke his nose. And gave him two black eyes that were so bad he had to sit out for three games. Mm. <laughs> it seems you know, pretty hazing. counterintuitive for the goddamn competitive sport of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Your man needs eyes. Yeah. He doesn't need clothes. You can fuck with him there. Yeah, I mean, so, so he was just going out to the field nude. That's right. <laughs> but naked. Yeah, he's yeah, going out there. Yeah, nude cob. <laughs> he, d- he just had the baseball cup is all. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just the base walk up. That's I it. don't know if they wore cups back no, then. They no, they, they, no. no, 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 no. They probably wore a sock. Their, over their cups shit. were a broken beer bottle. Yeah. yeah oh. Something crazy. <laughs> I feel like they probably had a tradition in like the more times you get hit in the nuts, kid, the more fertile you'll be. Yeah. <laughs> your kid oh, will yeah. be very strong. Yeah, your kid will be strong as bull. Yeah, everyone everyone oh, back still. then I'm assuming looked like Sylvester Stallone in Rocky One or like <laughs> or like Josh Brolin in any movie. <laughs> or like Snidely Whiplash. Like with the fucking like twirled mustache. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, without a doubt. That was the man with the desk job. That's, <laughs> that's what he looked like. Shortstop. Yeah. Riding the big bicycle and shit. No, no. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone Do like... you know what that's called? What's that called? Penny farthing. That's right, penny farthing. I just imagine somebody hitting... <laughs> Hitting of the ball and then, uh, excuse me, sir. And, like grabs his big old bicycle and like goes around the bases with it. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> yeah, they they were a bunch of assholes. But keep in mind, this was all happening when his mother was on trial for murdering his dad. So Tom, he, who pressed the charges? Well, it's the state. Okay, the district attorney. Yeah, the DA is going to go after you if you're like, hey, you shot someone. You got to explain this somehow. <laughs> you asked <laughs> explaining to the and like I said before, she got acquitted, but this trial lasted for a while, and uh, it kind of sent him into quite a rage. And they put him in one of those what was it called the sanitarium at the time? Yeah, Looney Bin House. Looney Bin. So, yeah, they just let him uh, wither away in there for about six weeks before they let him those play things, baseball again. This so, is Ty Cobb. Those things Ty suck Cobb, yeah. dick. Mm. Yeah, back sanitarium then- sucked dick until like. Fucking 1990, dude. Dude, yeah. that's Geraldo Rivera coming out and changing yeah. everything. Yep. But one thing I will say is that to understand how bad sanitariums were is that they thought it was good for people to be in solidary confinement. Yeah. So he was in solidary confinement for having a mental breakdown. That's like the worst thing you can do to someone. <laughs> yeah. So it turned him into even more of a psychopath. Oh. They would they would call it like the bed rest cure and they'd like fucking strap you down. And yeah. Just be like, you cured yet? Oh, you don't need all these windows. The sun's bad for you. <laughs> Oxygen? Who needs that? <laughs> Make this wall more gray. <laughs> no, no, no. They use yellow wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a, a short story that. joke. The yellow yep. wallpaper. Oh, God. Well, it looks like piss, so that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. So the era of baseball, we mentioned we got some difficult-looking men in here. It's called the dead ball era of baseball. Huh? What's a difficult-looking man, Tom? Explain it to me. I'm excited. A difficult-looking man is like what I yeah. said before, like Rocky from Rocky One. Yeah, very okay. hard-looking man. Very hard. They they look like they they have very hard. They uh they have pop tarts made of staples and nails in the morning, and you know <laughs> they don't have they don't have wives. They have uh they have horses. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we going back to no? Are we going back to the no cup theory, like the dead ball? Oh, yeah, maybe the, the lowest <laughs> they hanging had, ball. They all, had, they all had like black fucking balls. Just, <laughs> been hit so like Tycho Brahe, some blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Tycho Brahe? No, who is it? Charles. Yeah, Charles. No, Charles second. Charles the second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had that prune nut. Everyone got that prune nut. <laughs> <laughs> They're just waking up it was every morning. Blacker than a prune. Those shriveled up nuts. Doing that yeah. straight shave on the prune nut. <laughs> you know he couldn't grow hair there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the dead ball era was before baseball became what it is today. Yeah, the clean cut sport yeah. where you know you have the seventh inning stretch and you know white men and Cuban men and black men just stretching at each other. It was like a mo- <laughs> it was like back then it was mostly a running game. Like you'd hit the ball mostly infield, you know. Oh. So you're like mostly like bunting the ball and like stealing bases and shit. Yeah, the outfield. Yeah, no one really went really, to the fences. Yeah, no one was really hitting back then until like Babe Ruth and shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. I mean, most of the players were actually like ex-cons and heavy drinkers and white yeah. beaters. Like they wanted really tough people because running bases, they were allowed to do full-on contact. Yeah. See, that sounds interesting. Yes. <laughs> this should have never changed. But like Mike just said, baseball was much cooler before Babe Ruth got his fat ass off the couch and started <laughs> slugging <laughs> homers. <laughs> because then it just came into that game. Who could hit the most home yeah. runs? Right. In fact, there was one point where Ty Cobb, even when he was playing at the same time as Babe Ruth, he kind of criticized it because he was such a fan of the infield game. Yeah. But Ty Cobb was such a good hitter, and he wanted to demonstrate how stupid this this style of playing was, is that the game after he was... I, I forget who he was talking to. Uh, a friend of his or uh, a uh, sports journalist saying criticizing this home run style of play. Um, he went out that game afterwards, hit five home runs... And said, "You see how dumb this is." <laughs> <laughs> so he right. like intentionally wasn't getting home runs. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, he wanted to okay. play short field because he wanted to bring people home and he wanted to make it entertaining. Yeah, he wanted right. contact it's, and stuff like that. And he liked the challenge. That's of so it. interesting. Yeah. Huh. yeah, which is fun, and I I wholeheartedly agree. Baseball would be much better off if people stopped being uh, so soft. Oh, it'd be so sick if you like watch someone like drop kick someone on first base. Oh, so yeah, sick. With metal cleats and stuff like that. I would have loved that shit back then. Hell yeah. I think Travis, should... what was that video game? Uh, base with, like Wars. the combat. Space yeah. Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah? No, I, I think they should allow the runners to just bring the bat with them. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh. <laughs> right. Take out the kneecaps. So you can like, like <laughs> cavalry slash at the fucking basement. Oh, flat. Oh, yeah. If the basement had Travis, shields. ready? Yeah, the basement oh, gets shields. I like yeah. that. Yeah. The riot shields. The, yeah. the bat <laughs> is actually a sheath for a blade. Oh, oh love it. Love so it. Sexual. it. Sounds like basketball, too, or some shit. Dude, wh- wh- this sounds like a movie. Yeah. We should pitch this. Yeah, you should cut let's this do it, the dude. podcast. Yeah, we'll save this idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it No Babe, an alternate history. <laughs> no Babe. No Babe. <laughs> babe Ruth chokes on like a steak before he ever enters the MLB in a parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> No Heimlich. I'm sure he choked on many steaks before he ever picked up a bat. No, yeah. no holds, babe. <laughs> no, his food was hot dogs, right? Oh, yeah, he, uh, he ate a lot of hot dogs before he a lot played. Of Nathan's. Uh, yeah, I think Nathan's was mm-hmm. around at the time. Premium. Nathan's. I think legend has it he was the inventor of the hot dog bun. Oh, really? Like people well, were just a... like people were just like eating red hot Frank's barehanded <laughs> until Babe Ruth came along. Really? I didn't. I never heard that. According, according to legend. According so to legend. That's beautiful. I mean, I still do that, man. I just slap it on my face a little bit before I eat it, cool it down a little Travis, bit. Travis, I've seen you eat meatballs out of my oven. Yeah. Like, no fork, no, <laughs> Dude, no plate. I'm just saying, utensils are a man-made thing, man. Like, you gotta think outside. It is true if you think about it. Of and meatballs and hot dogs no, are no, I've seen them out in the wild before. Yeah, dude, yeah. The utensils are, like, all man-made. Yeah, whatever. You want to eat organically with your with your meat hands. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, not only was baseball full of gritty, full-on confrontation, players would fight each other for trivial things. Players would fight coaches. Cool. Coaches would fight back. <laughs> 
Coaches oh, yeah. would fight umpires, and the crowd would even fight people once in a while. Oh, like, this is awesome! Yeah, yeah. This so, sounds like I ah, like I love baseball now. Like just that part of baseball. Wouldn't that be great if that's how we still participate in things? Should be a little bit of hooliganism. Never killed anyone. Nope. Except I would, I would just <laughs> accept a lot of people. Actually, <laughs> I would hate for a game to get hung up because of a homicide. Though I'd be like, ah, this again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it like on TV. I'm not going to it. I'm. I would be afraid. Um, That'd be the best part. I have. I have quite the complexion. I need to keep it in order. Uh, so I'd watch it at home. You and me, Mike. We could get our fucking scarves out and be like. Bring your boys up! Bring your boys up! <laughs> We're doing the wave in the outfield, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the stand actually was a lot closer to the field at the time. Yeah. So now it's like still close. You can kind of reach over and like you know grab stuff, and you can you know if you if you want a high five from a player, you can get it. You're basically hanging out with them, like you're yeah, like there was, on top of them. I guess they hadn't invented fences, so like <laughs> yeah. it was just like dirt to stands everywhere and there was no dugout really it was technically called the dugout but it was just like this recessed bench area yeah and Ah. people right behind you oh so you just be able to yell at a player you'd be able to tap him on the shoulder and go fuck you buddy (laughs) they're like constantly talking trash back then to everyone yeah you think it was old timey trash yeah yeah Excuse me, sir. You are a jabber now. <laughs> uh, I will watch you boondoggle around those bases for days. Prepare like, for fisticuffs, you <laughs> rapscallion. <laughs> You're getting out of your league, old man. These boys got more moxie than you. They can run bases for days. You're getting all dry at the knees. <laughs> oh, I hate getting dry at the knees. <laughs> getting dry at the knees, yeah. Ashy knees. <laughs> yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an actual baseball player called, like, Ashy Knees Gary or something. Like that. <laughs> well, there was Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. Oh! Who was in the movie uh, Field of Dreams, as was a reference to Ty Cobb. Mm. And uh, all the dead players who came back to play on Kevin Costner's field didn't want to play with Ty Cobb anymore. What? I want to make a brothel yeah. called Field of Dreams and build it and have people come. <laughs> I love it! This playing style of dead ball baseball was right up Cobb's alley. Yeah. Perfect for him. He was an aggressive boy. As Mike said before, he liked to kick and fight people. And One confirmed attribute of aggressive base running was his hand-sharpened metal cleats, which he was notorious for sliding into other players with. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Sharpen them up. Have a good time. It's like the Mad Max of baseball right there. Pretty much. Yeah. Those are supposed to be sharp, and every base, but not like, bodily damage sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when Cobb was on base, he would constantly be talking trash and announce what base he was about to steal. <laughs> As yeah, an intimidation. Oh, that's mind games. Yeah. yeah, he would fuck with you. He's on. If he was on third, he would just yell, I'm coming home, you fucking idiots. <laughs> so I... All right. <laughs> I, I know this is supposed to be a roast, but I love this dude. I'm <laughs> all about this guy right now. I do. We'll, we'll get into some oh, roasting yeah. stuff. Okay, I'm just saying, because I'm like, if I was standing on first, I'm like, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming home, mommy. You know who would like Watch to- this. <laughs> you know who would like to roast this guy? Mike Piazza. Oh, why? I like he, Mike Piazza. Because he's an umpire. I mean, excuse me, because he's, he's, he's a catcher. Yeah. He's just sitting there. He's just like, don't hurt me. Oh, man. He's a very soft-spoken man. Yeah, he is a very soft-spoken man. <laughs> you ever see him without a beard? Oh, no. it's so weird. Yeah. Mike I have Pia- not, actually. Really? <laughs> he looks fucking strange. He was strange. my favorite player when I was like eight. Me too. Him and, him and Todd <laughs> Gunley. I liked his last name because it sounded like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He looks like Jack Black got squeezed through like one of those <laughs> I, uh, cake icing things. Like, <laughs> As some elongated black boy, yeah, yeah. elongated Jack Black. <laughs> Jack, yeah, I, I think they're cousins actually. Are they? No, I'm not. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I should. God they damn. might be. Whenever you say actually, you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever Cobb was on base, he would be like, oh, I'm, com- I'm coming in for it, and just fuck with people. And most of the time, he would get it. As I said before, 54 home steals. That's not the other steals, every right. other base. I mean, he stole second and oh. third. Yeah, 54 home. That is a record that will probably never be broken just because of the way we play the game now. Right. Yeah, yeah that's that's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen mm-hmm. that, you know, whenever I went to a baseball game. It's yeah. usually on, like, the third strike drop. That's when you like try and steal home. Yeah, I mean. Wait, no, no, no. no you can't yeah. do a second. It's a second, second strike usually because if it's third and you're all out of balls and you're just trying to get that last inning. Yeah, play. if you if you drop the the second strike, then you can you can run. You can, well, yeah, when the yeah when the second strike is dropped, the 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 batter can make a break for first, and that's usually how home gets stolen when like the pitcher is distracted with that. But that barely happens in Major League because, like, they're like almost never a major boy. And uh, one other thing I'd like to add to that: if there's any listeners who want to correct us on that, you can go fuck yourselves. (laughs) We have information here. I did intensive research. That's right, Mike. And you're actually going to read some of this. Yeah, can't wait to read it. Let me know about pastimes. Wait, Mike, do you do you uh, do you really like baseball? I'm, I'm a fan of like. Some things in baseball like this. Yeah, like Mike Piazza. Pretty, yeah, Mike Piazza. <laughs> well, I'm assuming like the Mets if you like Mike Piazza. Here and there. <laughs> All right, here and I there. I never really followed it as much. I should have, you know. As... I've never been to a New York game. Really? What, no. you just went in Missouri? Went game. Yeah, I, I'm a little, I'm a Cards fan. Oh, yeah? A slight, a very slight Cardinals fan. If you can say fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like going to games. I do too. I actually oh, yeah, going to games are fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the TV experience is terrible. I don't oh, understand that, but yeah, I'll, I'll go to a game. I yeah, went, I've been to a couple games with my dad like a few a couple years ago. It's good. City time. Field. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's a Mets fan. Yeah. And, like I'm Mets fan by proxy. Exactly. If yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. up and yells something, I'm gonna yell. Yeah. You don't do it. If if we're doing some kind of Mets chant, I'll do it. Do the wave. Dude, I'll wave every time. Before you start, Mike, I gotta talk about the Mets game when because my dad got. Season tickets one year. Oh, it's yeah? like I was, I was very into a baseball family for the Mets. For the Mets. All right. I thought your dad might get season tickets to IHOP. Oh, that's what I got yeah. as an adult. <laughs> it's eighteen plus. It's eighteen and over in IHOP. If you've been to, if you've been to IHOP before you're eighteen, that's illegal. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's real. That's technically illegal. Oh damn. So my dad got season tickets to IHOP. I mean, the Mets. <laughs> Jesus. To the Mets. And I, I know for a fact that I've said season tickets to IHOP more than anything else <laughs> when it comes to season tickets. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so one of the, we had these shitty nosebleed seats, and one of the games we went to, there was, like, no one in the outfield seats on the top row. You know, like, when you go to games and there's, like, no one, or, yeah. you know, there's no one in the yeah. outfield? Mm-hmm. Except for this one dude who was, like, three sections over. He's, like, the only person in this area. And he's standing there with his shirt off. And, you know, uh, Shea Stadium is very close to LaGuardia, and there's, like, planes flying over. And he's just standing there shouting, 
J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> At a Mets game? At a Mets game. It's like J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's not even the over right sport. Over and over and over again. I don't know if he was yelling at the planes or if he thought he was at a football game. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny if he's yelling at the planes. Yeah, either way, it's ridiculous. And he's like all alone in this section too. It's not like he's like fucked up with someone. It's just him with his shirt off. Was he, eating, like, was he eating nachos? Oh, yeah, he's probably drinking Mandatory. a lot of beers like me. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So, hey, Mike, take it away. Oh, this would be my pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. So, Ty Cobb was known for his, uh, his temper and his you know, aggressiveness. So, on May mm-hmm. 15th, 1912, Ty Cobb beat the shit out of a crippled man who was <laughs> missing both hands during a game against the Highlanders, who later became the Yankees. <sighs> <laughs> wait, wait, he had no hands? Okay, hold on. Yeah, the guy who we beat up had no hands. He had, like, lost him in, like, an industrial accident or something like that. He was, like, mangled hands and stuff like that. He had, like, freaking, like, meat grinder hands. Like, pretty disgusting. <laughs> I mean, he must have realized the person he was beating had no hands, and he must have felt really embarrassed once he did. Oh, no, he but didn't it was too shit. late. He just had to commit to the pummeling at that point. Oh, no. He, He's like, sorry. Ty Cobb actually... Re- Said he didn't give a shit at all when people were like like harassing him about it. Yeah, the crowd the crowd was yelling. He doesn't have any hands. Yeah, and Ty Cobb's retort to that was, "I don't care if he doesn't have feet." <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait, was, wait! The guy with no hands was the player, right? He was a fan. No, he was, he was just, just a guy a in the fan. crowd. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like I said, the dugout. Was so how does he play yeah, with he no hands? Yeah, I was about to say, how the fuck do you play baseball with no hands? <laughs> No, no, uh, I got it. I'm going to catch it in my teeth like a dog. <laughs> I'd pay for that, actually. I'd pay to see that one. Yeah, he, like, beat the shit out of this dude. Climbed 12 rows back, actually, too. So, you know, oh, wow. He went a lot out of his way to do this. Yeah, that's, uh, that means a lot to yeah. me. <laughs> He's my hero. Yep. All right. Another incident with Ty is Ty Cobb versus a pitcher. One time a pitcher hit Cobb on purpose... Cobb took mm-hmm. his base. Next time up, Cobb laid a short bunt down the first baseline. The pitcher ran to field it, and Cobb literally ran the man over, gouged the holy ah. hell out of the man with his own cleats, left the pitcher lying on the base path bleeding all over. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Stomp this motherfucker yeah. out. He curb stops. Now, see, that requires skill because he had to put that ball there to make this happen. Oh, yeah. So, oh, he was. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. Ty was the best in the league at this time. He was like. I think actually was the best. Well, he had won a triple crown, yeah. which is what is it? That's the um, when you have the highest batting average, the highest uh, home runs, and the highest steals, maybe. Or, yes, or some or, some other. Oh, bases like maybe ran in, maybe. Yeah, something RBIs, runs in. He, yeah. like three years in RBI. a row. He was yeah, he was he was top in the league. <clears throat> I was for three years in a row, and, and his average was always above most. He actually had a four hundred batting average. For two years in a row. Oh, wow. Over 400. That's wow. fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Am I supposed to say wow here? <laughs> yes. Insert wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an Owen Wilson wow, Travis. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, no, I always thought Triple Crown was a tennis thing. Thanks, guys. Well, they put Triple Crowns in everything. There's right. a Triple crown, crown horse race. Surfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. really? Triple Crown surfing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard ca- it before. It's got to be true. So when you catch a gnarly wave while you're smoking a bong, and then yeah, yeah, hey, bro. hey, hey, yeah. All right, <laughs> so you, is that what you're doing right now? You triple crown? Triple crown? I'm a poor boy. 
Poi boy. Poi boy. I would love a po' boy sandwich right now. That's a completely different part of the country. I know, but I'm hungry. <laughs> it's the South. It's it's only one letter off. <laughs> Cobb salad. Another incident is Ty Cobb versus a groundskeeper at a spring training game in 1907. Good year. Cobb was known for being a racist by many, fought a black groundskeeper over the condition of the Tiger's spring training field in Augusta, Georgia, and ended up choking the man's wife when she intervened. What a piece (laughs) of shit. man. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right, I like this This guy. was training? You like this him? This was training. You, you like this guy? This no, racist... I said I liked. Oh, okay. Liked yeah, this he's guy. he's got some skeletons in his closet. I liked yeah. this guy, and okay. now he's, like, attacking people's wives just because they're black and, like, I don't know. This stupid. Oh, like, yeah. when he was cleaning people and, like, beating the shit out of, like, people on the bases, even the fan thing I'll get away with. He played dirty for the dirty play style. Yeah. Like, he went a little... Harder yeah, than most people. Extra, yeah. We can't cover the amount of shit that this guy did in one hour episode. I gotcha. Um, so we're just laying down some of these. I mean, but, there was even that incident with. Um, there was an incident with him and his wife were going to a train. Oh, and right? they were robbed. And they yeah. So three guys tried to rob them. Yes. Can you just elaborate on that? Three men tried to rob them. And supposedly one of them got away, and Ty caught two of them. Mm. He pistol with. Both of them, to, like I think, one unconscious and one to death. <laughs> wow! I mean, that's cool. Yeah. See, like that's cool. Well, yeah, he apparently <laughs> tried to. Sh- the one who got away, he tried to shoot, but the gun misfired. Yeah, and then he just pistol whipped the fuck out of the other. The guys. other two, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's badass. That's like bad. That's like Batman origin origin story. Supposedly, he went on the train and continued to play in a pointless game afterwards. Like he played in a regular season game after he went through all this. He got <laughs> yeah. on the train afterwards, like nothing happened. He got slashed too. Yeah, like one of the muggers got him. They they slash his back or something. That's awesome. But I'm saying the thing you said before about like beating the groundskeeper and his wife because the. <laughs> Because they were black and it's the same the... person we're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. A psychopath. I know, but I'm saying like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like yeah, he I seems know. like a badass, but now it's getting stupid. Yeah, it's a little over the top. Yeah. All right. So since none of us really care about baseball all that much, including most of our listeners, mm. uh, not mm. kidding. Don't even care. Modern <laughs> baseball slippery. Slippery. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. icy out there. Yeah. yeah. So Tob very capitalistic. I just called him Tob. Tob <laughs> Tob Cobb. Ow, the old Tob. It's Tobby. <laughs> Tobby Cobb. <laughs> so Tob retired in pretty good condition. He was baseball's first millionaire and spent time traveling oh. Europe with his family. So this happy time did not last very long. You see, his wife Charlie filed for divorce. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. So was, he, was he touching her in a weird way, like with her with his fists? Well, with his bat. <laughs> oh God! As the picture has been painted before, we can see that Ty Cobb is not a nice man. So use your imagination. Mm. See what mm-hmm. can go wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I could see some domestic disputes. Yeah, I think he was pretty violent with her. I think he's abusive and stuff. Yep. Mm, I mean, was there consent there? Because you know, some people can get a little kinky. If it's called consent, it's not called abuse. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. Yeah. That's science. Yeah. That's what science is. I love science. Yep. And that was after 39 years of mirage. Oh, the mirage. Wow. Before the big yeah. 40. That's got to be rough. What are they called? What's the 40-year anniversary? Yeah. Is yeah, that, I'll, I'll find that right now. Is it the purple? 
the purple? The purple. The pur- is names for that? Is that yeah, like there's names, names for, for every every anniversary? Like your what is your your fiftieth is your golden Di- diamond? Oh, golden years. Forty is oh, ruby. That's probably what Ru- the ruby. So years. right before the ruby. Oh. All right. So four in the ruby, two in the purple. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. They had three sons together, and two daughters. Oh. So uh, all of his kids hated him because he was an abusive twat. Yeah. Yeah. So they all moved along. Was one of his kids named? <laughs> <laughs> was one of his kids named Debo? No. <laughs> I, I mean, with a name Bo? like Ty, I was thinking there'd be like a Ty Bo. Oh, very funny. <laughs> there was Tyrus Raymond Jr., who uh, was his protege child, mm. who he sent to Yale oh. to oh, play yeah. tennis, but he flunked what? out. Well, if he's protege, why is he playing tennis? He just yeah. wanted him to be a sportsman. Oh, sportsman. Ah, yeah, but he he flunked out, and then uh, the two of them like never talked again. But yeah. and then he died from some kind of brain hemorrhage uh, at the age the of son? forty-two. Yeah, so he had to bury his son. Mm. So that's pretty oh. sad. That's always sad. Yeah. Uh, he spent most of his retirement in isolation. Uh, like when he was in prison. Yeah, or in well, the, the sanatorium. He, <laughs> yeah. The sanatorium. Yeah. Like I said, people didn't like him, and that didn't exclude his family. So where are we at Where are we at in terms of years now? When did he retire? Yeah. I think around like 1927, I would say. He retired from baseball. Okay. So he played with Babe Ruth for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. yeah. But Babe was like during the... I think he was, man- he was managing at this time, actually. He retired. He was started managing in the early 20s. He, oh, okay. Yeah, he managed for one year with the, the Detroit Tigers. I forget the, the years, but then he went over to Philly and played there. But well, he was old. But Phil- he... Like, he was like Philly with the fanatic, that thing that has the fucking huge. That's, that's based off of him. That's based off of Ty Cobb. Yeah, with the fucking huge schnoz. <laughs> he looked like that. Like, oh, the <laughs> fanatic dog. <laughs> I think it was what was it? one of my yeah. favorite mascots. <laughs> I don't know if that was the actual team at the time, <laughs> but he the... only played for like a year there. Yeah. He was old as shit. Uh, I would probably say it was the uh, Philadelphia. Uh, what's the name? Philadelphia Comsquatch. The Camsquatch. <laughs> Camsquatch. Got it. The cam at you. <laughs> the cam inside. I was thinking of a kumquat, and I couldn't think of that word. The <laughs> Philadelphia kumquats. Yeah. One thing that Ty did not lack was money. You see, one of his okay. favorite pastimes. <laughs> what was that, Cody? Okay. Was there a whale that just jumped out of the ocean onto Hawaii and just burped in your I microphone? Have no idea. <laughs> what? I didn't hear anything. Well, it was your ears then. Mm. Ooh. So one of his favorite pastimes was investing in stocks. And he was good at it, but more importantly, he was lucky at it. Mm. Yes. Okay. One product he invested in, a butt ton of money, was Coca-Cola. Oh. That's a good one. Yes. Back at the time, real Coke. Moxie was the biggest name in soda. Mmm. Moxie Got soda. Moxie. Yeah, which was some kind of caramel piece of shit. You know, <laughs> old people just liked shit in their mouths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A it's ter- so true. Terrible candy. Always terrible candy. Yeah. yeah. Were there's original, right? Yeah. Garbage. Garbage. Was that the Mary Janes? Oh. They still oh. make those? Yeah, I I don't know. I think you what have to What the fuck act- is that? You never uh, heard of Mary Jane before? I don't know. It's have on I? Everyone gra- everyone's grandma's table somewhere. Yeah. No, I, the, think, the, I think the only way you can find Mary Janes is if you go to a graveyard and just dig up a grave. And oh. just like open the coffin and there's some Mary Janes. Oh, God. Yeah, Mary Janes are like, if, if you're familiar with... 
sugar. Oh, I just Googled it. Oh, yeah, they're gross. Like, uh, yeah. So they're kind of yeah. like, we all remember sugar daddies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though It was like that, but somehow shittier, because sugar daddies are fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah, that, when I got that at Halloween, just went instantly into the bin, or like a trade. Yeah, if you could trade sugar daddies, you're in the oh. you're in the up. You're like Ty Cobb right now. You're yeah. just making trades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he invested in Coca Cola and ended up grossing 1.78 million dollars in it in the oh that that for the time I think this was the 50s when he had invested. He, no, no, he invested much earlier. Yeah, excuse oh, okay. me. No, no, during the 40s. This is when this number came up. So oh, he okay. made 1.78 million dollars, which is like equivalent to. Like twelve million dollars in today's money. So he's like the. Warren, I feel he's like the Warren what, Buffett of baseball. Oh yeah. yeah, Tom. What was that figure? One point seven eight. I feel like that's all of the money at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. Like there's n- everyone else is just broke because he has everything. No, see, I'm bringing this one up because it was the surprising one. Like no one expected Coke to do anything, but then it, they just their marketing team knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. <laughs> See what I've done there. <laughs> and then they made all this money. But he made even more money with GM. He came oh, out with yeah, yeah. $10 million Wow. on GM okay. at this time. $10 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a shit ton of that's money. That's like Disney money. He's basically <laughs> worth $100 million at that time when no one Damn. was wow. rich except for like robber barons. Wow. So he's wow. like Ty Cobbinet. Yeah, he's Cobbinet. I mean, around. he also started a really good salad. And if you think about all the sales... Stop it! No, no, Cody. If you think about all the sales of uh, Cobb Salads, he was taking at least 75% of those sales. Right, so he made $30. (laughs) (laughs) No, he made a lot more than the Waldorf salad. I'm just saying. No, the Wal... Excuse me. If we're going to chalk up Waldorf salads to Cobb Salads... You get Cobb salads in diners. You get Waldorf salads in high-end hotels, where at the time they're mm. charging you thirty-five dollars just to be at the table. Mm, that's true. I mean, to me, the best salad. Can we go around? I know this is very on topic. Can very on topic. It's very, very on, topic. on topic. All right. It's very hot topic. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your favorite salads? My favorite salad is the chef salad because there's a thin layer of iceberg. And then the entire deli meat and cheese section on top with eggs and fucking ranch oh. all over it. All right. What about you, Mike? I like the creamy Caesar. House dressing, house Caesar, if it's good. That's great. What about you, Tom? <laughs> uh, me? I'll, I'm not a bitch, so I'll just eat a ruggle at the ground. Well, you're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Cody, what about you, Cody? Uh, does chicken salad count? <laughs> Yeah, mayonnaise and chicken. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, why not? That and that's what they call the grand old game of salad. <laughs> you know what? Salad. You know what I hate? I, I hate like uh, people who don't eat salad as adults. Oh yeah, I hate those what people. I'm mean? kind of one of them. I know you're kind of one of them. Like McDonald's. Salads? I don't hate you, but I hate that you don't eat a salad as an adult. Oh. I, I feel like that's a very old thing. My grandma doesn't eat salad. She was born in the 30s, and she calls it rabbit food. Yeah, depression. <laughs> well, she was a depression yeah. child. Yeah, exactly. My, our grandma, me and Mike's grandma, she eats, like, marshmallow fluff for dinner. Yeah. Because, like... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> but if you're an adult, you should be able to eat anything. And if you're... That's, that's my point. Yeah. Also, like, salad shouldn't be off the table, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you're an adult, wink, wink... Get a chef salad because there's more meat than vegetable. I'm pretty sure and most people know that. 
This nah. is this is your inside tips with Travis Lee. <laughs> You're locked into the creamiest of creamy gourmet Seven Eleven foods that you can find. Dude, you know if you get the taquito that's buffalo, it's oh, better than yeah. the taquito that's taco. Yeah, well, the spice the definitely kills some of the bacteria that's in yeah. there. Yeah. All right, so back to baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ty Cobb, after being divorced for the second time, because he had another quickie. Uh quick in and out, if you would, mm. uh, went into a state of isolation, spending his remaining years in a house with no electricity or telephone. When he yeah. checked into the hospital for the last time due to complications with prostate cancer. 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 Yes. That's that's what we have now. That's the problem that we have on hand. It's cancer. It's the new um, style of cancer. It's cancer. Cancer. Yes. Isn't that what, Cop, like... Cobb brought two things to the hospital with Wait, him. Wait, Tom. Cancer. Uh, isn't that what, like, 13-year-old Jewish people sing? You're talking about canters? Canster. 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 Jeez, yes. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, Shabbat Shalom, yeah. everyone. Mm. So Cobb brought two things with him to the hospital, one of which was a paper bag full of stocks and bonds worth a million dollars and a loaded pistol. Because <laughs> he just has <laughs> those on he his just, desk. He needed to Always. show, like, that he had, like, money... And power, I guess, before he died. Yeah. So he was like deathbed and stuff like that. He wanted those dead balls just swinging in the wind. Yeah. yeah. I got money, bitch. <laughs> right. he, he wanted the secretary to suck his dick to admit him into wow. the place. You know what I'm talking about? How old is this man now? Okay. Ty Cobb died at 74. 74 years old. Yeah, in 1961. In 1961, so he looked like he was 103. Yeah, yes. he looked like shit. <laughs> He looked like a big old piece of shit with a bag of money and a gun. (laughs) (laughs) But he died of prostate cancer July 17th, 1961 at Emory University Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia with his first wife and children by his side. They came in at the the last second of, you know, getting his good graces, get that fucking Thai cop, get get that coke money, you know, inheritance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 70s are just around the corner. (laughs) Leave that money. money. All right. Now, we've said some things about... What are you doing over there, Cody? What? (laughs) I just imagined him converting his inheritance to, like, cooked eggs just to spite his family. Uh, I'm investing in eggs. I turned my millions into eggs. (laughs) Deal with it. If you don't like it, you could talk to my Cult 45. (laughs) So we, I, I've told you some things about Ty Cobb. Me and Mike did all this research. We're looking into him. There's a lot of nasty things. Like, you know, you you got your razor spiked cleats. Yeah. You yeah. got your fighting a man with no hands. <laughs> you got uh, beating up a black dude for not <laughs> doing the lawn right. Yeah. Don't forget his wife. And his wife choking that bitch out, too. Ugh. Now, I regret to inform you that some of these things are not true. What? Uh, yep, Tom, you've been lying to me. I have not been, but one gentleman has Mike been lying to me. No, Mike's no. been lying to me. Mike, I'm gonna be the shit out of you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Insert kung fu chop sound. Yeah. Qua. Yo, I'm Bruce Lee, not Travis Lee. <laughs> yes. So the man who has been lying to us this whole time is a gentleman by the name of Al Stump. Al Stump. <laughs> who the fuck is that? Al Stump's Yo. piece of shit. Yeah. Al Stump. Oh, fuck you, Al. Stumpy boy. Yeah, and Al Stump is 
pretty much just that. He's a stump of a man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like 4'2". We're going to roast him a little bit. Yeah, he's uh, good. We're going to put him over the open fire, which is Travis's steamy brow. Yeah, let me, let me just get a whole big roast on this stump. So Stump was a sports writer, and he spent approximately three weeks with Ty Cobb over 11 months researching the ballplayer's life. And he released a book called My Life in Baseball. You see, he went in there and Ty Cobb was like, I need someone to be my autobiographer. See, Ty Cobb don't write. He don't write. (laughs) He fight. He don't know no English. He's got that Coke money. He doesn't need to write anymore. Exactly. So he brings in this guy for pennies to just help him put together this book. However, after the salty experience with Cobb, Stump did him over real nice. Mm. He claimed that... He claimed that... Cobb's editorial control over the autobiography resulted in the book not telling the truth about Cobb. One thing that Stump did say was that the two of them had visited Cobb's father's mausoleum. Right, the man with no brains and no stomach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he told he told Stump that he believed his mom was totally guilty of this. So that put something in Stump's head. Between Stump having a real bad experience with him and this one thing that Cobb said to Stump, 30 years later, Stump pulled his, his uh, what would you call it? A, a dick card? Uh, he pulled out this dick card <laughs> and wrote a new book called Cobb, The Life and Times of the Meanest Man in Baseball. Oh, oh yes. okay, so when Cobb, when Ty Cobb wasn't around yeah. to defend himself, he had all this insider information mm-hmm. and was like, yo, this guy was a dick. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. He offered a very negative portrait of Cobb, and in 1994, the book was used for the basis of the movie Cobb, starring Tommy Lee Jones as Cobb, whoa, and Robert Wool as Stump. Which I watched the trailer for this movie, and it looks fucking hysterical. Yeah, like oh, really, really bad 90s movie. Oh. Wait, but it's Tom Lee though. Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones plays Takabi. Yep. Oh, Takub. Yes, Takub. <laughs> I'm Tom Lee Jones. I play Tapcoob. <laughs> so what he had done was, yeah, Stumps writes the original one. He puts it out while Cobb is still alive. He doesn't like how Cobb treated him. So when he dies 30 years later to get a little squirrel, he writes a new one, The Meanest Man in Baseball. That's such a bitch And move. then re-releases yeah. the original one without the edits. And then we find out Ooh. this. Wait, hold on, Tom. What? This guy's name is Stumps. Stump. Stump. Yeah. Is this the man that Ty Cobb beat up that didn't have any limbs? Wow. <laughs> Maybe. I think it is. That was his dad. Yeah, that was, that was his. Yeah, his oh. his dad didn't have any limbs. Went to a baseball game in the major leagues to see his son, and he was like, "Fuck you, dad," and like beat him up. Illuminati. Yep. And then his dad outlived him. And wrote a, a book. A different one called uh, Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> he might have been there as a boy and seen his father get beat up and yeah. probably haunted him all his life. I yeah. think so. You know that every time Ty Cobb hit a ball, it would rain meatballs and spaghetti from this guy. Oh. What I is, read that in a book. You What were Me you? Too. Yeah, what, it was uh, a great book, dude. It was <laughs> a great book Dream, about Ty Cobb. DreamWorks doesn't make books. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you see what I've done? Uh, well, they make dreams. They do make dreams. Oh, <laughs> everyone has a dream. Now we have one more person entering the picture here. Ah, yeah, one picture that I'm painting here. 
I'm painting a picture. Tell it. I'm doing it. Paint it. Paint it for me, Tom. So Charles, <laughs> when Charles Learson published his biography of Cobb in 2015, Ty Cobb, a terrible beauty. However, he concluded that Stump concocted stories about Cobb in order to boost sales. The autobiography of Cobb had failed to sell. Mm. Learson concluded that Stump's invented stories about Cobb for his subsequent articles and books in order to make money. Because Stump's forgeries had not become public at this point, the public accepted them all as truth. Mm. So everything we know about Cobb, all the mean shit, is all from Stump's. Might not and this be true. new book is basically just blasphemy. And Stump's, we found out later, he, he had passed away. He had no limbs. He passed away in 96, I believe, but Stump's had in the past, however, been banned from publications in multiple newspapers and magazines for making things up. Oh, he's a slanderous uh, fucker. Yes, he is. Interesting. Has no more has no morals like he has no limbs. Why right. ruin a good story with the truth, you know? Yeah, That's exactly. His, his yeah. Mo- Mike, what a great was. sentiment. See? Yeah. Let's get that on a t-shirt. Is that something your dad says? My mom says it sometimes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. One thing to note about Learson, though, with his biography, he still concluded that Cobb was still a really shitty guy. Yeah. He didn't sharpen his cleats. That was a myth. Really? Oh. He would kick people in the face, though. Ah. <laughs> and, so where there's smoke, there's fire. With metal cleats. There's still metal you, cleats. You see what happens. That, that was a... That was a tall tale that was passed around during Cobb's time on the field. Because... And he never corrected it, because he liked the intimidation factor. Yeah, and also, like, like he's kicking you in the face. Are you going to remember if those cleats are sharp or not? No. No. You're getting hurt. fucking kicked in the face <laughs> with cleats. <laughs> want the it doesn't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if those cleats are plastic or metal. You're getting kicked in the face with cleats. Like, Excellent point, Travis. <laughs> oh yeah. There was uh, one of the documentaries I watched had Ty Cobb's ball boy. <laughs> oh, my ball he, boy. He kept for many years, I guess, under his employment, and they became close friends. And he he said in the documentary something along the lines of, "Oh yeah, I would have to clean his cleats every game and give it back to him, and there was no signs of." Sharpening whatsoever. Lots of blood, though. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of blood and I eyeball. Pick out a few. Yeah. <laughs> you really, you really don't need to sharpen. No. It's, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. Especially when like a man is running at you. <laughs> One thing that he did say that Cobb on record did say to other players on his team is that the, they want to use his tactics, and you're trying to get a ball out of someone's hand. You know, if you hit someone, yeah. and they're holding a ball on the base, then and they lose the ball, then yeah. it's your base. Yeah. yeah. He said, go for the wrist. Ooh. Never go for the hand. They'll never drop it if it, if you go for the hand. Yeah, you gotta go for the wrist. Yeah, you Ooh, hurt them on the wrist. Flesh. Yeah, yeah. That mm. flesh right there. Yeah, then they'll just drop it right away. That's dirty. I think they just added, I think yeah. they just added some another bitch rule to baseball like this year. No looking at people? <laughs> what is it? No, it was it was something about like like the way that you position yourself. I I could be totally wrong about this, but it used to be like you could stand on the base and then like put your foot in line with the baseline. So like you could kind of block the plate a little bit and tag them. Oh, but right. like now you have to like stand out of the way or some shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my really? god, dude, so, these like, are athletes. Yeah, I know. We're, we are paying them millions. too much money. For us to be concerned about their safety. Yeah. I mean, you can say all you want about football players getting their brains fucked up, but this is baseball, dude. 
Like, all right. Everyone's out of shape in baseball, right? Exactly. All right. Oh, one of them broke their ankle. Too bad. Oh, you want to fix the brains in NFL? You know what you do? You take away the helmets. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they're not going to hit with their heads like fucking idiots. Same thing with boxing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Rugby rules. Yeah. Low low tackle. Yeah. Rugby. Yeah. Look at all those rugby players. Yeah, I'm sure a few of them have broken body parts, but they don't have concussions the way we do with every fucking linebacker. Also, none of them have fucking ears, though. Also, that's fine. Rugby Who, players. You don't need ears. <laughs> also, rugby players don't turn into homicidal maniacs like NFL players because they're getting hit in the fucking, you know, gut and oh, legs. Oh, dude, what's my high school? What? A dude that killed someone in the NFL. He went to my high school. Oh, no, really? Wow. I forgot his name. Were you friends with him? No, he was older I, than I me. I forgot some of my friends' names, so, you know. <laughs> he was uh he had like this big fuck I forgot his fuck he played for the Chiefs he like sat in the parking lot of like the the arena and he blew his brains in really wow. yeah he killed his like w- pregnant wife or something holy shit. fuck oh. why aren't we yeah. roasting that Mike that, I forgot his name fuck <laughs> his name was I killed my wife yeah, that was his name yeah dot com <laughs> take your helmet off and this won't happen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just grow the fuck up and play sports like a man. Yeah, Ty Cobb might have been insane, but he was born that way. All right, well, that's it. Was... That's it for Ty Cobb. Hey, nice. Uh. There's a lo- Now, there's a lot more stuff on this guy. I'd actually like to hear any listeners' input on Ty Cobb. I would love to hear that. Cool. Because we got limited time here, and there's so many dirty stories. If anyone's read Charles, what's his name? Charles Lenzen? Stumpy? Or, uh, Charles Learson's book. If anyone's read that book, you want to tell us a little bit more? Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode about Ty Cobb. He was a 2015 one? Yeah. Okay. Not Stumpy Boy was like 1990s. If you read Stump's book, you've been lied to, like me and Mike have yes. the past right. couple days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I think this dude mm-hmm. is pretty rad in some respects. Yeah. I think the game was cool. The game was a lot. The cooler. game was a lot cooler, and like yeah. I kind of, I kind of like him fucking up people on the, like getting away with as much as he can on the field, but off the field he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was beyond him to just fight anyone for just looking at him wrong. Yeah, so that sucks. But you know, if, if it you keep it on the field, that's fair game, man. Yeah, make your money, it's dude. All part of the game. I mean, like, uh, so I played baseball and I also fenced. Tom, you fenced with me. Yes. For a little bit. You guys used yeah. to fence? Yeah, we used yeah. to fence. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it's not really cool. But no, <laughs> really lame. You guys are stabbing <laughs> each other with swords. You mean that is cool. Dude, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Watch anything fencing related. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. As soon as you see fencing in a movie, that movie sucks. Parent yeah. Trap, good movie. Sucks. <laughs> does, that, does that extend to, like, lightsaber duels or no? Um... Uh, I don't know. That's a different conversation. Right. Apparently, you can take apparently you can take lightsaber classes, and that's dumb. Those people suck. Yeah, really. Just- well, anyway, my story about fencing was that like I would always try to play the dirtiest I could without getting in trouble. Ty Cobb in it. Like I would, I would punch people in the face when the ref wasn't looking. Mm. I sent a kid to the hospital for stabbing him in the throat, but it was still my point. <laughs> <laughs> So, I can appreciate a man that plays dirty in a sport. You stab someone in the throat? It was through the bib. Oh. That's but up. you hospitalized yeah, your opponent. Yeah. Nice. But I can appreciate someone plays dirty. Can't appreciate when someone's just a mean Can't idiot. be squeaky clean all the time, you know what I mean? Damn yeah. straight. That's, 
It's not fun if you don't play dirty in sports. A little bit. Just a little bit. I hope I hope I hope six year olds are listening to yeah. this episode. Fuck you, six year olds. There's <laughs> too many rules in sports today anyway. We all know this. That's a uh, common knowledge. It's the powers that be that keep making these rules. I, not, no. not the common man. Yeah, I feel like they don't listen to common the man. I feel like no. with sports I'm a libertarian. It's just like, did he get away with it? Okay, it's 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 allowed. It's fair game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm into it. I mean, that was the big thing with baseball. Like, they just added the replay, like, I a hate few that. years ago. I fucking hate that, dude. Oh, really? It's so dumb. It's a goddamn because, sacrilege. Like, yeah, because, they, like... They did oh, it with basketball, too? Yeah. Like, a re- like a coach can call, I think, two replays or one replay uh, in a baseball game. Oh, call back a play Yeah, Yeah, but, like, it's, like, to me, with baseball, it's, like, did the ump see it? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's the boss, you know? Yeah, and if you're Ty Cobb... Punch the ump until he can't see. Uh, yeah, mm. and that uh, is a smart move. He's yeah. thinking outside of the box. That's why he's a champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the makings of a champion. I, I, I like to call it thinking outside the cob. Yeah. <laughs> thinking outside the cob to the Waldorf. Yeah, dog. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, that's it on Ty Cobb. And, uh, Very nice. That's it for the roast mortem. Yeah, I'm, dog. I am so hot right now. Me too. It's Travis, very you're hot just down here. melting in front of me. I know. I'm a sweaty minion. Hawaii is very like comfortable. You look great, Travis. Yeah, you got that Thanks. Pacific breeze, dog. <laughs> Why are you complimenting <laughs> I know. Thanks, Mike. I You're being appreciate positive. it. You got to be positive. Yeah, I'm all this is a podcast <laughs> where we're supposed to talk shit, and we and we. I feel a little empty right now. A little empty? Yeah. I'll fill Cody, you up. How many geckos did you swallow this episode? <laughs> um... Uh, negative four. I actually uh, puked up four. Okay, how many humans did you eat? None. I'm okay. Uh, that's not a Hawaiian thing. Fuck you. H- how many waves did you surf? Yeah, bruh. I... Malaka, malaka, licky. I put away five big wave beers. S- nice. Ah, uh, sweet. Mahalo. Mekalagahai, mekahaini, honey, hell, bro. Mahalo. What does that mean? That's Pee Wee Herman legit. <laughs> well, I know it's legit language. Mekalagahai, mekahaini, I think, it, isn't it, isn't it like Yiddish? Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I can see that. I think it is Yiddish. Oh, my God. I would love to see a Jewish guy and a Hawaiian guy just like talking to each other. <laughs> and, then, and then maybe they start making out. Yeah, the universe would rip sick. itself apart. Yeah, oh. dude. Just a bunch of baka, baka, baka. I mean, all I'm thinking if they if they had children, it would be like that, like the stereotypical Polynesian man. Is that racist? Polynesian, yeah, Pol- Polynesian, my friend. Polynesian, the Polynesian man, like the big fat guy. Okay, right, yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. from like the Rock, whatever. Yeah, the Rock, Mona. the Mo- Moana, Moana, but like all pasty. <laughs> 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 and like, and like wearing the worst shorts. You're describing me. Like the worst I'm the pasty yeah. Polynesian. <laughs> no, that wears you're not bad that shorts. big. What about blonde hair? Should we? <laughs> no, no, no. Like dark, dark, dark black hair, but on the pasty. Oh body. God, greasy. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, that's very good. All right. <laughs> well, thanks again for tuning into the roast mortem podcast coverage of Ty Cobb. Woo! I am Tom. You can follow me at Saunched S A U N T C H T. I'm Travis. You can buy me a salad at GoFundMe.com slash Travis. <laughs> buy me a cob That's salad. That's not true. Do or, it. Or a, a salad with ranch on it. I don't care what salad it is. 
I am Cody McCann. Cody. You can find me at Cody McCann on Twitter. C O D Y M Double C A Double N. And I'm Mike, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Regan with two N's. Follow us collectively at Roast Mortem Cast on Twitter or Instagram, or shoot us a Gmail. We don't care. Have or a good Facebook. Night. Yeah. But thank- oh, we have a Facebook. We have now. Facebook. Yeah. Have well, we extra don't care about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. And in the spirit, of, in the spirit of Hawaii. Okay. As they would say in the Hawaiian language, what would they say, Cody? What do you mean? What would they say? What would what would the Hawaiians say? They'd say aloha, say but yeah, that they'd say aloha, but you'd be confused because you assume they would be saying hello. All right, you're wrong. So, it's Danky <laughs> Shane. Okay, fine. Yes. Danky Shane. Danky Shane. Danky Shane. Mahalo. Danky Maka is a Danky Shane. Right, you know what? Shane. You know what? Why <laughs> Christmas Day? Danky Shane. Melekamiki Maka is the thing they do when oh, yeah. they eat spam and look at the moon. <laughs> Milikamiki Maka is what they all do when they're in Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> all right, good night, everybody. If you like what you just heard, we'd love to hear back from you. Yeah! Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, that's at it. Roast Mortem Cast. Yeah, that's right. That's us. That's us. And if you tag us on either one of those social platforms, mm-hmm. we will write an obituary for you. You sexy corpse, you. Yeah, write in. We're going to write an obituary for you. Make sure you tell a friend. Give us a subscription. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. How you're doing, too. Yeah. I want to know how I'm doing, how you're doing. It's just a good old... No one doing fest. Yeah. No one doing fest. That's right. Don't do it. Do it. Yeah. For me. Stick around right now for some obituaries and some outtakes. Here we go. Oh shit! Some people died. Ghost child. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we're rolling. <clears throat> oh wait, I'm still watching Fortnite. Stop doing that. Oh, why am I watching? It's a terrible game. I got phantom vibrations in my butt. <laughs> Don't watch Fortnite. Ugh, all right, I just made it to the end of the episode. And, <laughs> yes, uh, Captain. Yeah, we're going to do obituary. That's right. And if you're listening to this, that means you win as well. Yeah. Because it's at the end. You're all the winners. Bingo, bingo. Yes. If you listen to the end of any podcast, that's where it really gets funny. Yeah. Especially ours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got zingers for days. So who is first on the obituary block uh the first up we have grim horror from twitter uh from la punta california oh, how you say yeah. that? la punta la punta puenta la si la, la, uh, i don't know sorry uh, i feel whatever. like i'm saying a curse word something bad <laughs> oh puta yes yeah puta, puta. But that's oh, different. La, la, la puente. La, los puentes. La segunda. Yeah. yeah bitch of son. So uh, Grim Horror has been given a shout out, which we much appreciate. A yeah, lot dog. of retweeting. and uh, Very nice. Thank you. Friendly activities on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Made that up. Um, give me a beer. So we're going to kill some Grim Horror right now. Oh, so sh- I don't really know much about this person. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man or woman. Uses Twitter. 
uses Twitter. That's it. Yeah. Man, woman, Probably got fingers. what race or anything like that. But for, for the, the purpose of the story, I'll fix that. So what happens is, is that Grim Horror is a person who likes to collect nails mm. in our universe. Are we talking about... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Are we talking about metal nails or uh, uh, bone? No, no. We're talking about metal nails. <laughs> are they bone? Is, are nails bone? Real big ones. No, calcium based. Yeah, something like that. All right. So he's collecting fingernails. Yeah, so he's collecting, collecting them nails, right? And he's walking downstairs one bone. day. And you know when you like roll your foot? Like and you you can like almost break your toes by accident. Like, no, no. You've never done this? <laughs> oh, you, to get the crackles out. Yeah, like you ever step on one of your toes? Oh yeah, that's and, 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 oh. oh yeah. So this is what Grim Horror does at the top of the stairs. Oh, while I can do that while carrying the collection of nails. Oh. Now this is his plus size ones. Stigmata's and up. <laughs> so the nails go flying. Flying. And his toe is broken, him or her, I, don't, I still don't know. Uh, Grim Horror's toe is broken. Ooh, ah, that hurts, falling down the stairs. Oh, the nails come down quicker than usual. Oh, right through the fingers. Oh, while whoa. falling down the stairs, fingers ripped off, gone, whoa. immediately. So now, broke one broken toe, no fingers, all ripped off, because they have uh, traversed through the through the, uh, the the punchiness of the finger. Mm, you fuck. see, the meat hits, hits bottom of stairs. Mm. That's where all the white primer is kept. Doused in white. Wait, are we talking about like a Home Alone scenario going on? It gets better. (laughs) Come on. So now we got this fingerless white Muppet uh, (laughs) looking for help. So they go outside and they try to wave down help. You see there's these Native Americans who are rightfully trying to claim back their land at this very time. And they see the white devil. Oh, Jim (laughs) Carrey. So... Upon seeing this, the white devil, the uh, the Native Americans run over and and scalp Grim Horror. Ooh. Oh, yeah, bad, just, bad oh, fingerless Blood, scalp, like white, and red. It's, it's everywhere, white and red. That's and just, gory. Oh, and you're down on your knees and get, getting all kicked by by soft Native American feet, just mm. over and over again, <laughs> getting pummeled, and you're still not dying because like it's just torture, absolute torture. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Right. Well, while the Native Americans are looking away at some blue jeans, Grim Horror gets to run away, but immediately hit by bus. Oh. Whoa. Immediately. Wow, after all the other things. That's yes. unfortunate. A little, you know, a little, wow. little gross. Yeah, that's pretty gross. gross. Write something special and gross. So uh, thanks for t- tuning in, Grim Horror. Sorry about you dying, but uh, <laughs> there you go. And I will be doing the obituary of one Instagram user, Emily Walcott. Yeah, dog. Yes, Emily Walcott. Her Instagram. She uh, she, she mentioned us in a lovely post, very love macabre post, and she on her Instagram bio she says she's a crazy cat lady. And hey, that's how you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh. dude. Well, yeah, cats are good. No, yeah, cats no. are great. I yeah, love them. They're great if you. But know. if you're a, if you if you're admittedly <laughs> a crazy cat lady and self admittedly a crazy cat lady. All right, lay no, it on her. You might have uh, obstacles. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. If you know you're a crazy cat lady, you're not a crazy cat lady. All right, mm, kind of true. All right, yeah, it's like I crazy people that. don't know they're crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if, like, if someone's like has a lot of DVDs and they're just like, yeah, I got a f- too many DVDs. Uh, <laughs> All right, so then, like, on... then, then they don't have too many DVDs, but someone who's just like, I don't have any DVDs, and then you look inside, and there's just thousands of DVDs. <laughs> that the... person has too many DVDs. We're on the we're on the kissing sensual edge of insanity here, just teetering. Okay. Of crazy cat ladiness. 
and she is she's of course at the time enjoying the the lovely company of her feline friendlies but all of a sudden a pack of you know wild hyenas come barreling in to her let's say house i'm gonna assume emily lives in house wait, wait, wait how is hyenas, hyenas Hi, you, you know hyenas they're just yeah but how just well, like, like whoopi goldberg is showing up there yeah those those those, those, times those, of hyenas? those three times 18 <laughs> okay. but it's the same just genetically identical clone okay so right, it's cool. just a, have, just a gaggle of, have you guys ever seen hyena genitalia no, it's so fucking weird. It's, it's very just strange. All, all of them, all penis. They're both identical. The women has very long cervices. It's, cervixes. Yeah, w- like a mock penis. Yeah, it's just like this dangly ass. So you don't know oh, which one to like go a dick. for. Yeah. It's like whack a mole, but like hor- horrific. All right, so these it's, fucking monster dick heads, like tube stuff. mock penis. <laughs> yeah, mock they all penis break in, yeah. into her house. Yes, and the, and the cats wanting to save their beloved uh, mistress, Emily Walcott. They, they they crack into a fresh batch of the TMNT mutagen ooze. Oh shit! They just and had that line around. It's just there, special on uh, you know Home Depot. All right. And uh, they crack it out for that, and they morph hideously into. You, you know what the rule is with the TMNT ooze? It's it's whatever DNA you were just hanging out with. So hyenas. Yeah. So the turtles turned into Master Splinter. Well, he was human, and. Splinter turned into rats because he was a dirty sewer fuck. So the cats morphed into half Emily's and fended off the hyena pack. Oh, shit. But the resulting uh, allergies of mutagen cats uh, made Emily go into uh, anaphylactic shock. Rest in peace, Emily. Oh, like, God your beloved, damn, dude. Your beloved kitty saved you. Seeker but the not from either. their dander. Yeah, I mean, well, I think we learned a lesson from that one. A... Cats like want to help but can't, so yeah. useless. You just need and the B, antihistamine. You just need the mutagenic antihistamine. B, get and a you'll gun. Be fine. Yeah, the vermin twenty twos. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. Tom, you see, you you solve that whole thing by just hiring cats with guns. Because <laughs> right. then you have cats, and then you have guns. That would be fun. Yeah, I don't even like cats, and that I mean, would yeah. be fun. <laughs> All right, and the last person on the obituaries. Is Brooke and she hit us up on Instagram. Her name is B M A H A N. Oh, get it one, right. Two, I don't know. It's Brooke on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, there she is. There she is. Uh, she gave us a bunch of really great recommendations. Kept going on with all these really good recommendations. Thank you. And a few of them, I think, are are, are to come. Oh, they're to come. To, to come. come. To come. To come. To come. To come. All right. So now I'm gonna kill her. All right. So she went to the salon. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, she's from Texas, so she went to the hey. saloon. <laughs> is that, is that a, that's yes, what they that's got? I don't know exactly that, how that works. That doesn't exactly match up. All right, so I, she went to the saloon for a haircut. Okay. And uh, <laughs> she went to the saloon, and she's looking for that new look. She was like, do you want the peacock bird sandwich? Do you want the snorkel sundae? And so many different looks, dude. And uh, the stylist was like, no, I got the new style. New style for you. Okay. It's called the Scene Scene Connery Downtown. No. <laughs> it's called the Scene, it's scene just, Connery Downtown. Is that just shaving a woman's head into male pattern baldness? <laughs> no, no, because it's hey. it's Sean Connery's downtown region. <laughs> so it's all of his pubis, right? So she goes in the back. She goes in the back, and she's like, all right, pulls out this jar. It's full of Sean Connery's pubes. Like the jar is just... 
sick. Yeah, just there, like my mutagen. Yeah, just there lying around. Because uh, this is more like kind of like a weave thing, so like you, ah, have, to, you, have, to, you have to mix Sean Connery's pubes into your hair. Oh. So she, it kind of turns out almost like this <laughs> this weird, greasy uh, fro, like fil- frilly fro. Oh, okay. Like a jerry but curl? It's, like mine. What, like what? A jerry curl? Mm, like not, Cody's hair. Yeah, like Cody's hair. Exactly like Cody's uh, hair. He's got, that, <laughs> he's got that Jewish-Asian look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this... The fro is a little bit intense, though. Because it's Sean Connery's pubes. He's got a lot of them. It, it's right. a burden. And it, it starts covering her face. And she's starting to choke a little bit on these pubes. Once more. There's just colors you can't usually see. Like, right. when you turn your head quickly, you think you see pink and red. But, like, you stare at it, and it's just gray. Yeah, so she's right on the brink of asphyxiating on these pubes. <laughs> And all of a sudden, someone's like, I got a great idea. And they flicked a cigarette on it to put out, <laughs> to, put out to clear up the pubes. Right? In Burn away the pubes. What's up? It, the, the pubes in her airway. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's all grease. So you flick a cigarette at it. Just, <laughs> Is this person you? Did you come up with this idea? <laughs> no. But someone, someone's like, that's not helping because now her head's on fire. So they go to grab the nearest fire, a fire extinguisher. It's a flamethrower, you idiot. So they just put more flames on her head. Why do we keep those there? Yeah, she just roasted like a little little cigar balloon. <laughs> a c- all right, <laughs> a little cigar balloon. Oh, that's an interesting Off to the sunset. All right, wow. Travis wins this one. God damn it! <laughs> that was beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that was poetry. And those are our obituaries. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Roast Morning podcast. Stick around for some outtakes if we have any. Wait, before we go to outtakes, oh. do we have a little uh, tease? Uh, taste oh shit! For oh, yeah. Ty Cobby. Okay, so thank you for Ty Cobras. Uh, yeah, I want to throw it back to Jack Churchill. Oh, and I no. believe that is our fourth episode, fifth episode, number two, number two, number two. Number two. Yeah, oh, that's our, our second episode, and uh, I, I want to present Jack Churchill to listen to because he's got the bravado, right? Th- that mm. Ty Cobb certainly did have misplaced bravado on yes. Ty Cobb's part, mind you. Yeah, both with Jack Churchill as well. So yeah. give that a listen, and then uh, write us a letter, and then we'll throw it out. All right, so that takes. Yeah, is it now? Yeah. Is it now? I'll take. It. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that one hurt. So I, I want salad, dude. That's all I want. Yeah, he's not Cobb salad. It's like different. I always bring in no, 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 no. Tom, I always bring in snacks and shit when I do my roast and I try to embrace, you know, the culture. And you better bring me a Cobb salad right now. Yeah, I want a salad too. Right now. Uh, Travis, those take like 20 minutes to make. Shut up, Cody. You bring me one. (laughs) (laughs) I got a great idea. I'm six time zones over. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Cobb salad. They actually sell those at 7-Eleven now. I don't know if I would trust them. It's really the hard-boiled egg that throws me off. Yeah. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. But a 7-Eleven hard-boiled egg? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I will watch you boondoggle around those bases for days. (laughs) 